0: This podcast episode is brought to you by the Base Parlor app. If you haven't already, make sure you go to the App Store or go to Google Play and download the Bass Parlor app today. What the Bass Parlor app does is allow you to handpick your music team. So if you need an artist, audio engineer, producer, you know, instrumentalist, songwriter, whatever you need to complete your music project, you can find and connect with them on the Bass Parlor app. So if you haven't already, make sure you go to Google Play or the App Store and download the Base Parlor app. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Bass Parlor podcast. I'm your host, Daryl Stevens, And today, our special guest is a singer, songwriter, and lyricist from the Baltimore area, Key Royal. What's up, Key? Hey, how
1: you doing? How you doing? How you doing, everybody?
0: What's up? What's up? I'm glad you could join us here today.
1: No problem. No problem. It's my honor to be here.
0: Yeah. First of all, I just want to say, uh, I was checking out your album, Royal Vibes Only, uh, yes. like i was telling you beforehand i'm very impressed like the thing i love about the album is it's a it's an album y'all can just put on and let it just flow all the way through like the song selection like the how they flow into each to, from one song to the next song is tight um the fact that you're like a triple threat so you can sing you know what i'm saying yep and obviously you can rap your lyricist and on top of that your hooks i don't know yes. but your hooks are, your hooks are tight
1: you, I mean, you, really you, got, you. you really
0: got talent like like you really really. i, I was really that. impressed with the album i was really impressed with i the appreciate
1: album. that it
0: yeah, means I, a lot i appreciate it yeah so uh tell me how the album came about you know you said you released it january 28th of this year right
1: yes yeah, so i released the january 28th actually the the release date came from that's the day my grandmother passed um she raised me so i released it on her passing date because i didn't want that day to always be a day i wake up like oh you know it's a hard day i wanted to have a a balance for that day so like have it be a day that yes it was a, a tragic day but at the same time I produced something that meant a lot to both of us I started music with her I used to sing to her all the time and stuff. Okay. so being able to produce an album on that date meant a lot um yeah. the name Royal Vibes Only is basically like my motto like Royal Vibes Only around me you know different things because I just feel like we all come from royalty and that's what I want people to feel like when they're around me when they talk to me when they hear my music I want them to feel like they have a part here you know, in this world and in here, just in general. Um, so, I mean, the process was fun. I can't even lie, it was a lot of fun. I had been working on a lot of songs and I was doing singles for a while. I dropped a few singles before that. I did one called A Caught About Time, which was about sure. the protest and Black Lives Matter. And then I had dropped a song named Phases and I did a video for that. Yeah. I saw that um, video. And then Tell yeah, you, I like, like to
0: walk through the woods and everything. It's really, it's really like, um... Kind of vulnerable. I like that. I like that about it, you know.
1: Thank you. Thank uh. you. Yes. Yeah, so, I mean, the album was definitely fun to make. I, I started it with a catalog a catalog of songs because I'm always writing or recording. And then mm. I met with my engineer and, like, a few of my friends. I'm like, you know, you guys, what songs you think I should put on the album? Like, which ones do y'all like the most? And then I had a sit-down session where once I compiled the songs I was going to put on the album, we sat down and we went through and put the order at the studio I record at Cloud 25. We put the order of the songs. I had a few artists come in and they helped me put the order so that it flowed the way that it did. So I'm glad that you enjoyed how it flowed because we did right. have a meeting with that and you know, listen through and of how it was going to flow. Um, But a lot of the songs, it really wasn't planned that way. I just had a catalog of songs and I kind of knew what I wanted to put on there, but it kind of just came together and flowed on its own. Um I wanted to show my versatility as an artist as well, like with Elevate. Is a lot different from time check, but, mm-hmm. you know, it just shows that I'm able to do those different types of things as an artist.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And like you said, it, uh, it flowed together, but also every track had a little bit different of a feel, you know, so you get to see yeah. your versatility as an artist and the yes. fact you can sing and rap, you know, man, and make these crazy hooks. It's it's. it's awesome.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that.
0: Yeah, And it was it was really well produced. That's another thing that stood out was really well produced. How do you find producers to work with Are these people that you know or that you hooked up with or what?
1: Crazy thing is, so one of the producers, the one who was the produce, producer of the song, Stay in Your Lane, and each producer I gave two songs, and then one of the producers had one. But um, I had Stay in Your Lane, and it was another song on there. I can't even think of which one it was right now. But Stay in Your Lane was a guy. I was on the Rap Chat app. I did a few things on there, and he, I met him through there. But then he ended up not being an artist anymore as much, but started producing. So I started working with him. I met him through there. And then some of the other producers, I have an artist in Baltimore that I work with and he produced for her. He's actually based in India. So I have two producers on the album that are based in India, which are one producer and It's Me AP. And then I have a producer that did my single time check. He's based in Germany. So I kind of met them from different apps, which is why I was so cool that the Base Parlor app came I came out because I find so many people and connect with so many people through these different types of apps, um, whether it be nice. producers or artists or so having a place where I can do that with this app that you have created, like it's it's dope. Like because that's how I like it's it's the easiest way to network right now with COVID and not mm-hmm. being able to really go out and meet people. So it's definitely dope.
0: That's how I meant it. No problem. problem. Yeah. Yeah. And it's cool that you can get, you know, different producers from different areas, different countries, you know what I mean? Because you get a completely different feel, you know?
1: Yes. (laughs) They incorporate their sounds and their instruments. And so it's really cool.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So bring us all the way back to the beginning. What got you started? I know you said uh, your grandmother, you used to sing to her and everything. But was that how you got started in singing and, you know, writing everything?
1: No, my family, actually, my uncle, he's an artist as well. He's a gospel artist in New
0: York um,
1: and he has a choir. And he right now he teaches at LaGuardia um, High School. Um, But he I started with him. I found my voice when I was really young. They said I started singing like around like three. They noticed that I could sing. Mm -hmm. So then my uncle started vocally training me, trying to train me with the piano, which I'm still working on. I do want to incorporate more instruments and learn more instruments. But um, my uncle started working with me on piano. And then vocally training me around, like, starting at the age of, like, I would say maybe four or five. And then I had a really big theater-based lifestyle and art-based lifestyle growing up. So mm-hmm. in, in school, I was in choirs. I did choirs in the church. I did, you know, um, production, theater productions through my middle school. So I always had that arts background. I wrote my first song when I was 11. It was oh, a wow. gospel song. Okay. Yep. So it was a gospel song. And actually, my little brother performed it. It was a rap. And then I had a singing part. My little brother performed it for a talent show. He was just so excited about it. But I started really young with the writing. I started really taking it serious, though, I would say, in college um, is when I really started taking it serious as a solo artist, like not so much as far as productions and choirs and things like that, really saying, okay, I want to do this as an artist. It would be, I would say, in college um, is when I really started getting into rap more so than singing. And that was because I wrote poetry. Mm. So I was like, you know, it would be, I wonder how my poetry would sound or like how it would be if I put these words over a beat, like what could I produce? And then from there, it just took off. Like, it was just like, wow. Like I really enjoyed doing this, being able to put my words into song and music has always been that drive for me. So I'm like, if I can put my words that people say, you know, really inspire them and help them and put it to a beat where I can connect these different types of people, people that like, lyric lyrics and lyricism and people that like just to hear a beat or a good you know sound or instrument like Mm. and create something it was it was cool
0: yeah yeah and it was seamless too because you can you can flow on top of singing you can actually like flow for real so that's it's thank you thank you really impressive to hear but how did you um the the transition from writing you know uh song songs actual songs to writing lyrics like hip-hop um did those two kind of have you has it been a crossover in that? Have you been able to take from one skill and add to the other one or is going to yes. two different ballparks?
1: I'm working on incorporating it more because they started separately. And then okay. now I'm at the point where I'm trying to merge them both. So like now, like on the album you'll hear I'm, I'm merging more. So like I'll sing and then I'll go into a flow where I'm rapping and then I'm okay. able to go back into a flow where I'm singing again. So I'm trying okay. to incorporate that and merge that to kind of make my own sound with the okay. two things that, you know, I'm developing. Singing has always been the thing that I've done the longest. So I'm very critical of that. So I'm trying to incorporate it a lot more so that I can actually show that side of it. Because once I got comfortable with the rapping and the writing and the lyrics, I was like, okay, I can just do this. But I know that singing also is something that could open me up to more people as well. So I've been trying to incorporate it into my rapping a lot more and just making that authentic sound to me like where you hear it, you're like okay that's key royal like I can hear that in the flows I can hear that right. in the melodies I can you know
0: so yeah. okay okay yeah keep yeah. doing it keep doing it. like I said <laughs> it's, 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 it's impressive and so what's I mean being able to sing being able to rap and you you know and, and you're learning instruments and stuff you said as well um what's your creation process you know where do you start do you start with you know you hear a beat and you write to it do you start with the lyrics how do you create these songs usually
1: I've started I started with beats. So for the, all the songs on the project and the songs I've done before now, I've started with the beats. So okay. it's been I listen to the beat and then I'm coming up with a, a melody. So it's not even words like when it comes out. My wife thinks it's the most it's the funniest thing, because when it comes out, I'll hear the beat. And I'm like, and like coming up with flows and different right. styles. And then I'll input the words based on the flow or the melody that I came up with. Right, right. So that's usually how that process goes. Now what I'm trying to do, because I don't want to just be subjected to just doing it that way, I'm trying to expand myself where I'm able to write without a beat mm-hmm. and just so I feel like I'll be able to write more doing it that way because sometimes I may not have a beat, a beat or may not be able to find a beat, but the words will be there. So right, I'm trying to right. get comfortable now with writing without a beat so that I still am creating constantly and right. then finding a beat later maybe to, you know, yeah, yeah. That's, to, 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 to,
0: to, to, yeah. I was saying, yeah, I was saying it, it, I'm sure that it's, sure sure that it's uh, really good to be, be able able to be able to, be able be able to, to be hear the beat and to be able to like, be you know, you know, mumble the melody, melody of what, says, what you're going to be saying, saying, and then and the then we'll be able to insert the words later because then you can kind of flow with the beat and kind of customize the you know, flow around the beat. I can see too. Do you think you'll be able to do that? Like, um, do you think if you write the lyrics first and then you try to do the same thing? Can you insert pre written lyrics or into that? Do you think it'll be seamless like it is now?
1: Yes, because I have I do have a few songs that I've written recently that I've been able to do that with just writing first and then going to a beat mm, and then okay, just okay. adapting to the beat basically is, is really what it is. Just being able to adapt from writing without a beat to making it adapt to the beat. And then sometimes I'll have to change words or take words out or different things like that. But that also I feel like helps with the creative process and writing process too. It helps me grow. So I just take right. it as it comes and just learn as I go
0: okay that makes sense that makes sense um think back over the past couple years you know what's a what's a big lesson that you've learned you know as an artist as someone in the industry over the past two years that that really has helped you today
1: Hmm. that's a good one i would say the biggest thing i've learned is just really staying true to who i am as an artist because being in an industry like this is so easy to compare and so easy to try to be like the next, especially when you see different success and things coming or things that you may want being achieved and by somebody being basically being themselves. So just really, it's really taught me to be okay with who I am because I see people really gravitating and just seeing myself grow and seeing how people gravitate to me just being me it's allowed me to really be Very, very like particular about staying true to who I am, my authentic sound, who Key Royal is, what my brand is, and staying true to my brand as well, because you get so many different opportunities and different things like that in this industry. But sometimes it doesn't align with your brand or align with who you are or, you know, and some people will take it just because that opportunity is there. But my biggest thing is staying true and making sure that it aligns with my brand and what I'm trying to put out into the world and what I'm trying to convey to people. So that's the biggest thing for me is just like really staying true to who you are throughout this whole process, throughout the hard times, throughout people, not really hearing you or really listening, but just staying true to who you are because that your time will come and somebody is going to like what you put out because you're here for a purpose. You don't, it, it was That talent was given to you for a reason. So.
0: Right. Right. No, that's, that's great advice. That's great advice. I'm sure as, a, as an artist, it's hard sometimes to, you know, you're, you're grinding, you're grinding, you're grinding, you're trying to get that exposure. And then you see someone else, you know, with a different lane that might not be the same as yours and they blow up and you're just like, maybe if I do this, change it up a little bit Mm -hmm. here, I will blow up the same way. So I definitely can see, you know, that pressure. But I I think that's great advice. I think that's great advice. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, Lastly, just 2021. What you got in store for 2021? You just released the album. Um, I know there's going to be a lot of marketing and stuff. The album, like I said, it's it's an incredible album. But, you know, what else you got in store for 2021?
1: So I actually have a video for my single from the album time check. I have a video coming out. Um, I haven't released the exact release date, but it's going to be April 7th. That's my birthday. I'll be releasing the video on my birthday. Um, So next, okay. next week, yeah, next Wednesday, I'll be dropping the video for the single of my album. So this year, my biggest thing is like visuals and like really connecting with people like vid- visuals and connections is really what I'm trying to do this year, because I feel like as far as the writing and and the creative side of it that's stuff that's going to come naturally as an artist and just with me but the biggest part for me is making sure I'm reaching out and engaging with the people who do support me and engaging with my audience and putting things right. out so people can see me and know who I am so the biggest thing this year for me is going to be like visual so it'll be a lot of visuals coming out this year you know a lot more CME hopefully a lot more interviews and you know really just put myself out there so people know who I am and you know what I do and just to spread my message because i feel like it really is something that the world needs um you know that positivity and just that motivation especially in these times
0: absolutely absolutely and when you release something let us know cuz I, I definitely want to check it out for sure you know
1: definitely definitely
0: yeah and once again everybody this is an amazing singer songwriter and lyricist out of the baltimore area key royal key once again thanks a lot for joining us here today and taking the no time no
1: problem thank you for having me You have an amazing day.